Hi guys! Welcome! <laughs> I don't really know what to say on here because it's my first episode and I'm kind of awkward and I'm not really cool so I'm not even sure how many people would be listening to this. But we have to start somewhere. So hello, my name is Hannah. I'm currently in my office chair at home because I work from home and I'm chillaxing, just chilling. But I do have a lot to talk about today so let's just dive right in. Last night I had listened to a podcast about how to overcome being your own worst enemy and it was amazing. I don't usually listen to podcasts like that because I'm more into true crime. Shout out to Morbid. Love those girls. I just went out on a whim for this one. I, I wanted to try something different. It's called How to Start Over by The Atlantic. Again, it was truly amazing and it had taught me a lot about stuff that's very deep rooted in my life that I never really knew the answer to. And so I just wanted to talk about my takeaway from it. I didn't know what self-objectification was. I remember from a young age, I had issues with my confidence, my self-esteem. I was very insecure. I would constantly compare myself to any of the girls that I would hang out with, any girls at school, just anyone that I would see. I wanted to look like them or have a quality that they had and it really took a toll in ninth grade when I was influenced by social media. Now let me paint the picture for you. I am going to be 25 this year, 2022. When I started my high school life, I was in a stage where Facebook had this thing called Facebook theme and I happened to be a part of a scene. <laughs> okay, let's be real. I was an emo kid. Not even gonna deny it. As a little scene queen emo kid, I was friends with a lot of people on Facebook. I had followers on Facebook. People liked to talk to me and look at my pictures. <laughs> I look back at it and I think it's the stupidest thing ever. I cannot believe that I was so self-absorbed. Where I'm getting at is, in that stage of my life, I was posting pictures to receive attention because I got a ton of likes on stuff, and that's when I really started to self-objectify because, for instance, I would post, you know, a normal status or a poem or a, a short story that I had made, anything like that, and I wouldn't get any likes. But I would post a peace sign pictures captioned RAR and I would get several likes. And so, bam, I knew what I was made for. Only to post little emo kid pictures. And that's all I knew myself as was an image. I became nothing more than just poses and makeup and looking good for attention. And that sucks. I completely lost who I was by doing so. And because it's so deep-rooted, when there are moments that my authentic self comes out, I just habitually think of my past and it doesn't support my authentic self because I think back to ninth grade or so when I was receiving attention purely based off of my looks. And so when I... I'm a goofy person. I've always been goofy. So when I do something like that, I get embarrassed and immediately I think about my image and how 
nobody's gonna like me if I act like that and I will mentally torture myself for days thinking why did I do that why didn't I say this why didn't I do this instead I it's exhausting and that's because my self-objectification that I labeled myself with does not support anything that I do that would be considered me it's so embedded in my head that I have also become so detached from who I am as an individual me Hannah now that I'm older I've recognized my priorities but I've lost who I am I struggle with having my own thoughts opinions because I've always just done things said things to get attention by doing so I've just dug into this hole of not knowing who I am because I reduced myself to that one trait or one quality and essentially I alienated myself through self-objectifying. In the podcast they had said something that really stuck out to me and that was when you are in the womb you are your rawest most authentic self and it is only then when we are introduced to the world and society itself do we change who we are in order to achieve? And what they said in the podcast was the phrase, I can't just be, I have to become. And that's really spoke to me because it's so true. I am in elementary school and I'm learning that I can't just be weird at recess and play with bugs and play on the monkey bars because I'm in sixth grade now. I am double digits and I have to look good. I have to look the part because boys are going to be a huge thing when I go into seventh grade. So I can't just be this weird authentic version of myself that I'm completely happy with. I have to now become someone else so that I can get attention from men it sounds so stupid. I thought that I needed to change my personality and image because of my self-objectification that I labeled with. And it's left me not knowing who I am from shutting it out for over 10 years now. Granted, over the past two years, I have become more self-aware. I'm able to recognize when my ego acts up and I end up mentally battling myself, but I don't really know what the next step was after that. Like, great, I'm able to recognize when I'm not being authentic, but I don't really do anything afterwards. And so I've struggled with that for the past two years because, like, what is the next step? I don't know. Well, this podcast told me. They said, just like with any addiction, you have to admit to it. So the first step that I took was, hi, I'm Hannah. I'm addicted to wanting attention from people. I am addicted to wanting to be desired, wanting people to want to be my friend or pursue something with me. Stick with me here, I know I sound very arrogant. The second step was making a list of all the things that I wish I could be or wish were different. And after making the list, writing out as many as you can, the third step is to ask yourself why you want these things. And I realized that the reason I wanted these things or so that I could be desired. I had realized that with each thing that I had listed, I kept repeating 
like I have already, and it was attention. And it was only then when I realized how obsessed with attention I was. And it sounds ridiculous. Like, I, I know that I've been obsessed with, like, looking good, and I've always just chalked it down to being insecure, but really what it comes down to is, yeah, I'm insecure, but I am obsessed with having and needing attention. The fourth step was asking myself if I like the motives and if I'm proud of them. No, I don't like them. I think it's ridiculous that I am wanting to change who I am physically and mentally for men. And that made me feel awful. And the fifth step is how much happier would I be if I had these things? I think I would be happy. My brain right now tells me if I had all these things I listed, I would be so happy. If I had all of those things and had listened to that podcast, I would be listing other things on top of that. Though I think that I'd be happy now, I would never be happy. I would always want something to be different and it's just this endless cycle of constantly wishing I wasn't who I am. I would never be happy. The sixth step is asking myself, what am I willing to sacrifice? And I'm not willing to sacrifice friendship, relationships, any of the people in my life. I'm really not willing to sacrifice paying for cosmetic surgery. So I was really stuck on this one. And the only thing that I could put down was my happiness. And given the last step, I would never be happy even if I had these things so it just seems so pointless. The seventh step is thinking about who I am really and what I desired apart from these things and this was the hardest and most emotional thing that I had to think about because with me being so detached from myself and not knowing who I am it was so hard for me to try to remember a moment that I just felt purely like myself. The eighth step is asking myself if it's worth it. It's not worth it. None of it is worth it. I realized how crazy and how idiotic it is for me to feel like I need to change in order to receive attention. And then I ask myself, if I'm really doing that, are these the people that I want in my life? The attention that I want in my life from these people? They only would like me because I'm different? from who I actually am? Why would I want people like that in my life? So after I listened to the podcast, I messaged my Nana and told her my great enlightenment that I had. So my grandma asked me, what would your life look like if you started from now? If you didn't worry or try to remember your childhood, if you weren't searching for an event that caused your mental illness, if you just started today, I was taken aback by it. I didn't know how to answer it, but I loved it. I loved that question because I'd never thought of it. The reason she'd asked the question about starting from today is not that remembering isn't a good thing, and that we learn and grow from our memories, but sometimes we stagnate if we spend too much time on that, not enough time on today, in the moment. It's true. I will go hours on end each and every day, today, yesterday, tomorrow most likely, 
thinking about my past and how it defines me. Today is a whole new day and it's all up to you on how you want to spend it. So instead of thinking about all the things that you wished were different, if they are just things that are taking up space in your mind that could be used for way better things, then really think about the time that you have today and utilize that time to discover new things that you like about yourself. Try to get in touch with your surroundings and pay attention to what the people in your life are saying to you. Reach out to loved ones, let them know how much they mean to you. Read a new book. Take that extra time that you have today and find something positive. You've spent way too much time thinking about what you could be, who you could be, what you wished were different, and focusing on your past, whether it be traumatic events, why you're depressed, why you have anxiety, why you have a mental illness in general. You've spent way too much time on those topics. Let's think about something else. It's easier said than done, of course. Me being myself, I know that I'm going to at least think about my depression 20 times today and how I wish I was 20 pounds lighter. <laughs> Granted, it will be less than what I did yesterday. So with all of that being said, I challenge you to follow the steps if you are needing some guidance at all. Take the first step to admitting it. The second step is making a list of all the things that you wish were different. Third step, asking yourself why you want these things. Fourth step, asking if you like the motive and if you're proud of those things. Fifth step being how much happier would you be if you had them. Sixth step, asking what you're willing to sacrifice. Seventh step, thinking about who you really are as an individual and what you desire apart from those things. And the eighth step being asking yourself if it's worth it. After you've done that, I want you to ask yourself, what would your life look like if you started it today? With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry I'm a little rough. This is very new to me. But I hope that you can take away something from all this just like I did. And... I have all my links listed in the description, so feel free to message me with anything. And other than that, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye!